the biggest stories from the pages of the London Free Press and LFPress.com. This is the London Free Press Podcast with your host, Rachel Gilbert. Welcome to the London Free Press Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Gilbert. The London Food Bank is once again seeing unprecedented use and has set another record for the number of people needing its services. And this just isn't a problem here in London. It's happening right across Ontario. So today I'm talking with London Free Press reporter Jennifer Beeman about the food bank's need for donations and the Business Cares Food Drive, which is on now. Hi, Jen. How are you? I'm fine. Thanks. Thanks for having me. We, we love having you twi- twice in two weeks, so we really love having you, of course. <laughs> popular. You are popular, that's right. Um, we hear this regularly from the food bank, but they've hit another record for number of people using the bank in November. Um, can you just give us some some numbers and perspective on, on what's happening there right now? Not a great time to be a food bank in Ontario is basically the, uh, the bullet point sort of bottom line there. Um, the food bank in London has been breaking monthly records over and over again this year, uh, all the way back in March and then May and then again and again and again. And now as of last month in November, it was about 6,075 families that came through the door, uh, which is about 14,000 individuals, if my memory serves with those numbers. Uh, And that's just through the food bank itself. That doesn't really even include other agencies that it supports. Um, So, you know, in total, every month, you know, about 30, 25 to 30,000 Londoners are receiving food support from uh, the food bank and from the agencies it supports. So um, that's really high. That's higher than it's ever been. The food bank's been around for 35 years. Um, and yet this is really the climate that it's existing in, in 2023. Wow. We hear this every month, I feel like, from the food bank. And and I'm not rolling my, I'm not saying that to sound like I'm rolling my eyes. I'm saying that because have we have we ever seen the numbers go down like it just keeps increasing 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 and we're hitting new records every month like has it ever been stagnant or even gone down at all well that's the really big million dollar question on the food bank's mind and and frankly any food bank in ontario is they are seeing just this need continue to grow month after month um you know it's it's but they don't know when it's going to stop and that's basically kind of the, the the kind of the message that they're giving right now is that this has just been escalating at such a pace that they're unsure when or if it's going to stop or what's, you know, what is going to happen um, to food banks going forward. These were not meant as sort of um, ongoing poverty reduction activities that, you know, food banks are kind of meant as emergency places. That's how they were started, you know, where they'll help people get by in a pinch. Um, and so food banks, as we're seeing kind of provincially, are starting to really push for bigger picture systemic um, ways to address poverty and alleviate poverty to sort of take some of the pressure off of its um, operations. I, I want to get into that. Um, but but before we do, I just want to um, find out some of the reasons for this increased demand recently. I mean, we all know if you do any grocery shopping, you know, food costs are exorbitant right now. Um, is that the only reason or are there other things playing into it? There are so many reasons and that the food bank uh, will tell you, you know, the London food bank will tell you that and so will feed Ontario, which is the umbrella group for them, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for Ontario's food banks, uh, you know, so food bank or food costs, uh, anybody that goes to the grocery store knows not the greatest at the moment, uh, you know, a hundred dollars in groceries doesn't get you as far as it used to. So there's that, um, but also bigger picture, there's precarious employment, low wage employment, um, those sorts of situations that even though people are working and, and, you know, doing 
work and having a job, it's still not enough to get them through the month. Uh, you know, one in six, uh, provincially anyway, one in six people coming forward to food banks list employment income as their primary source of income, not social assistance, not a pension, uh, not government benefits. So, okay. you know, that kind of tells you something right there. And then, of course, you also have, you know, social assistance rates and, and things like that that are, are just not at the level necessarily that they need to be to really keep people living happy, healthy, and, and uh, you know, lives that are making ends meet every month. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, on top of that, you've got a housing issue as well. So housing costs going up, things becoming more unaffordable, uh, and also, you know, that that's just taking money away that might have gone to groceries uh, or other things. So kind of those are the three big reasons that Feed Ontario kind of puts out there as, as why we're seeing what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. And then you add kind of a shock like the recent inflation and a shock like COVID and the pandemic and those kinds of challenges. And it really just um, blows the roof off the whole thing. Um, I know that they came out with their, their hunger report. Um, is that from Feed Ontario? It is. And it was okay. just released last week with a lot of really great numbers from their member organizations. And did they give some uh, because because you were talking about how this these uh, food banks were just supposed to be an emergency measure. And this is, you know, we know that the London Food Bank and we've heard that before started 30 something years ago, just as it wasn't supposed to still be around. It, it was just supposed to be an emergency. Um, so in the report, do they give ways that we can maybe solve these issues or help alleviate some of them for the long term? So they really want, you know, the public to understand where they're coming from and what the issues they're seeing are and what needs to be done on a policy or a government or a big picture level to address them. So, um, you know, Feed Ontario in the report wants to end legislated poverty, which is sort of those, those sort of low level amounts and social assistance and disability benefits that keep people um, scraping by and not being able to feed themselves and depending on food banks. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, investing in social housing and affordable housing and making it so that these things are accessible to people uh, is really important. That's a piece of what they'd like to. And they just want, you know, Ontarians to really understand um, the types of people that are using food banks and also really raise these issues with their MPPs and their MPs um, just about you know, the challenges and the changes that need to be made in a bigger picture sense to really alleviate hunger and poverty. I think it's fascinating that a lot of the people using the food bank now are are employed. They have they have jobs, uh, not to say that they weren't before, but I think some of the criticisms, you know, that people would say, oh, I'll get a job, you know, go go and make some money. But that they they are they are working. Right. And they they just can't get by. It's just that's surprising, I think, to some people. Absolutely. And, you know, it kind of leads into another thing that Feed Ontario was doing. And this may step on another question you've got later on in the interview, but they launched a thing called Fork in the Road. Uh, it's a little online interactive tool where you can go and you can choose your character that you want to be. And these are based on the kinds of people that are using food banks in Ontario. Okay. So one's, you know, kind of a retiree. Uh, one is, you know, disabled and is trying to get by. And the other one is, a, is you know, modeled after a single dad with two minimum wage part-time jobs. Uh, and so you go through a month of decisions with these characters and it's very well done. And you, you try to get them through, you know, you make them make tough calls and it's really illuminating. It's an interesting tool. The London Food Bank uh, was going to put a link to it on its website. And Feed Ontario really wants people to kind of understand that it's not just the immediate people that we think of are using food banks. It really can be anybody, you know, Mm. their slogan last year, their tagline was, you don't need a food bank until you do. And 
I think that's kind of just, you know, where they're coming from and the message they want to get out. Yeah. Um, the numbers that we've talked about so far generally are, are London Food Bank numbers. They're the ones that have set records. But London Food Bank supports a lot of other services in the area. Um, so how how is this need affecting them? Are they able to keep up? Are food banks in general able to keep up with the demand? Co-executive director Glenn Pearson yesterday was saying that, you know, it's really been challenging for the agencies that the food bank supports. So while the food bank is dealing with certainly a lot of pressure and a lot of demand, so are all the agencies that helps. Um, it's really making food banks and agencies think about, you know, long-term sustainability here. How how can they continue to offer the services they're offering? Will they have to ration? Will they have to cut back? Um, the good news is that Londoners and the food bank will be the first person to tell, the first group to tell you this is Londoners are extremely generous. Mm-hmm. And we've seen that actually just with Grocery Store Weekend with the Business Cares Drive, which is the food bank's biggest push of the year. Um, so, People continue in London, even though groceries are expensive, even though, you know, the pandemic was difficult, people continue to step up and donate in a big way. However, um, you know, it doesn't appear to food banks in Ontario that we can donate our way out of this, that eventually there's going to need to be bigger downstream situ- like, you know, solutions to alleviate this specific problem. Mm, okay, well, um, well, let's talk about the Business Cares Food Drive. What is their goal? Um, and, and they just began. So how's it going so far? Do we have any updates? The business cares food drive is always really exciting. It's the biggest, like I said, mentioned the biggest push mm-hmm. for the food bank all, all year. And it's run really by businesses. They really step up. They, they get into the spirit of it. Um, Glenn Pearson yesterday was saying that it's like one of the highest energy things he's seen in his you know years there. So uh, I was at a grocery store on the weekend. I saw them out there in full force, all the volunteers, the kids hockey team and many others just really, really pushing this um, drive. We don't have numbers yet. The business cares food drive kind of keeps those to themselves and then does a big reveal on the 20th. Uh, but you'll see them around London. They're going to be at the Knights game, be a fan, bring a can um, sort of initiatives, yeah. I think, on the 15th and 17th. Okay. Uh, so so they're very, it's a very visible push and uh, a really important one for the food bank because it traditionally has helped them get through till the spring food drive near Easter. Okay. Um, will it last us that long this time now that we have such high demand? Well, that's the question on everyone's mind. Uh, food okay. bank demand in London is up about 42%. Uh, so that you know could mean potentially that the donations from business cares go 42% faster. Yeah. Uh, so that is something that's on the food bank's mind as they look into the new year. How has the food bank found um, donors? I mean, we, we always know, and you've said that Londoners always step up. We always meet the demand, but there's more people using the food bank. So it seems to me there's fewer people to donate now. You know, certainly, I, I think that that's a fair thing to to assume. Um, you know, it's, it's there's pressure on everyone right now. So maybe people that would donate hundred dollars to the food bank are are maybe donating seventy five. Uh, mm-hmm. Although, you know, the food bank has seen that, you know, people do really come out of the woodwork and step up, and people are aware. Londoners are very, very aware of just the kind of plight that other Londoners are are facing. So. Um, you know, donations have been pretty strong, it, it sounds like, uh, through the other, you know, this year through the spring food drive and the Thanksgiving food drive, they'd, mm-hmm. you know, met uh, or surpassed previous year's records. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a, certainly a challenge. Okay, well, we'll follow your reporting because we know you'll have an update for us on the 20th, December 20th, um, for the outcome of the Business Cares Food Drive. And of course, if you can donate, uh, please do. You can donate at any grocery store, I'm assuming most grocery stores in London. Certainly, or a monetary donation at the London Food Bank website. That will go a long way. 
Thank you so much, Jen. We'll see you soon. Thanks.